0: some delicious Champions League goals. Duff dances his way to League One and a sausage roll causes some drama. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Wednesday, the 28th of April. I'm Jules Breach.
1: I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm the Hunter Archer. <laughs>
0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome along to the football ramble this Wednesday. How are we all feeling, Vish? You doing? You doing good?
1: I'm doing well. Yeah. yeah, I'm feeling feeling fresh. I've got all my ribs intact. <laughs> you know, I have nothing to complain about.
0: Jim, on the other hand,
1: not so fresh.
2: One rib is particularly angry with me.
0: <laughs> how how do you fall into a canal?
2: Right. Um, I
0: saw this on your Twitter and we have to talk about it because yeah, you're in pain still and I, I can am. see it.
2: Yes, um, yeah that, that rib shouldn't be visibly sticking <laughs> out, should it? No, um, went to the pub with some friends, one has a houseboat, went back to the houseboat. When leaving the houseboat, just sort of missed, I suppose. It's really as simple as that. <laughs> but I walked the plank while being the plank. Essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no plank other than me. I, really. I don't know climb. much about
0: houseboats. I've never experienced one myself. Is there...
2: They're really not hard to get off of.
0: <laughs> Is that When you say you walked the plank, was N- there an actual plank across? No, walk no, 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 no. No, that was just a It's just
2: a very a tiny metaphor. gap. Okay, and right. I managed to f- miss that, hit my ribs on the way down and scrape up my legs on the way up. But, you know, it's nice though, in a way, because... There's no point in trying in life anymore, Like there's no pressure of needing to succeed or have any status or dignity because true. I'm the man that fell into a canal. You always wonder, don't you? what sort of idiot does that?
0: Was this your does first that, night out since the year has passed? Uh,
2: no, lockdown? actually, no, no it wasn't. It's not
0: even a good, good enough excuse.
2: No, I just, you know, I'm not going to hide from it. I fell into a canal and it was actually I only went in waist deep, didn't lose my phone. Um, nothing broke.
1: Got away Where with it quite the lightly. Imagine seeing in the, my jacket pocket. Imagine seeing the silver lining of falling into a body of water. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. So
0: your phone was in your jacket pocket. In my jacket pocket. Handy, yeah. handy. That yes.
1: We need to talk, I mean, we need to talk about so many of those things, at least that you don't have a wallet. Yeah, this upsets you a lot, doesn't it? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not a very organised person, but that would cause me chaos.
0: I can't handle this. So you don't have a wallet, so you just loosely put your bank cards in your pocket. Yes. And they just hang there. They're just, they're hang just there, hanging out in there, yeah. Along with your keys. Along with keys. Coins.
2: coins. Um, yeah, well, I don't tend to carry that much cash anymore. But yeah, that that would go in a separate pocket. All about the if, plastic, anyone wants to, if anyone wants to mug me, um, <laughs> here, here are the details. <laughs> uh, but I just figure if you lose a wallet, you lose everything, right? At once.
1: I mean, if yeah. you fall into a canal, you could lose a well, lot. Well,
2: I would have. I would yeah. have, you know, I, I suppose it would have been fine because my card was in my pocket and it's fine. Um,
0: but what? hang on a minute, right, Vish, you're a bloke.
1: Ish, what yeah. else do you
0: keep in a wallet that Jim would have in his pocket that would just be loosely hanging about? Just cards? Just cards and cash? Because otherwise, I mean, there's not really much of an argument here.
1: What if Jim's single? Oh, I'm wearing one of those all the time. <laughs> right, okay, well then, fair enough, yeah. I suppose if you go and waste it, that'll be done as well. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't generally... I don't uh, don't take into account that I might fall into a canal that often, but maybe from now on I should.
1: It speaks volumes that when I saw that tweet. I, I My immediate thought was you'd fall into it while just on dry land. And I was annoyed at you because I was like, if you, you always talk about how clumsy you are, why are you going that near water? Yeah. I can't swim, so I avoid it at all costs. Yeah, I mean. Take showers, everything.
2: (laughs) 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 Swimming's great. It's exercise. That's just relaxing. Not it's a loop. Not enclosed. Yeah. Not no, enclosed. Not, enclosed. Yeah. It's, not no. enclosed, it's more of a dunking.
0: And are you feeling? Are you feeling a little bit better by now? Um, you know, you feeling a bit like yes. you're over it. You're over I, the episode. Well, just a bit in pain.
2: Luckily, because I am such a clumsy person, you know, it's basically impossible to embarrass me. So I don't really, I don't really mind uh, the pratfall. Um, but my rib really hurts. I thought <laughs> uh, so I'll leave it a couple of days. See if it gets better. It's not getting better. So, yeah.
0: If at any point during this next 40 minutes or so, you hear Jim speaking slightly weird, it's because Because it hurts when he says certain words. (laughs) (laughs) The ribs are in pain. Uh, But let's get cracking then and talk about last night's Champions League match. It was so good. Loved the first half, second half, it out a little bit, didn't it? Mm. But um, didn't have really the good same sort of yeah. slip and
2: slide feeling. Absolutely, I quite like the novelty water park vibe of the first it first half. Like, should have
1: kept it up.
0: Absolutely pissing it down.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, as I said before, I, I can't swim. I I felt quite uncomfortable watching <laughs> that. It was um the the game itself. I, I thought it was quite impressive that the game itself didn't seem to be hampered by the rain. Although like maybe maybe the second half would have been you know a bit more back and forth as the first half was if there wasn't so much water on the pitch. But then I thought that was a product of Chelsea thinking actually we're pretty satisfied with what we have right now. Mm. We, we don't need to be as, uh, not Cavalier, but as, uh, as attacking as they were in the first half. Because I, I thought even, you know, Ben bit of brilliance aside, I thought they controlled most of the game, mm. if not all of it. I yeah. was really impressed with them.
0: With Chelsea, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I think, though, that because of that, maybe they'd come away a bit disappointed that they didn't get a second goal Definitely. away from home because, obviously, having that one-away goal is, is brilliant to take that back to Stamford Bridge. The game finished one all, by the way, in case you missed it. Um But I feel like because they did control the game as much as they did, Vish, that maybe they would have come away thinking, if only we'd have got two away goals, you'd almost they'd definitely be favourites for the second leg. They're probably just about edging it still, you'd say, having the second leg at home. Yeah. Uh, but it could go either way. And But what a start from Chelsea. Pulisic's goal, he's just, he's class, isn't he? End of last season, I thought he was one of Chelsea's best players. And it seems as though he's ending this season in the same kind of way as well. And just the way he can just run at players and, and take them on. And it was a good finish as well. I just, I think he's quality.
1: He is, yeah. I did feel a little bit sad because there's a moment when he pulls out wide after he gets that ball from Rudiger and he looks up and sees Timo Werner there and he thinks, no, the only way this is going in the back of the net is if I run <laughs> away invited. from goal, beat two more players, including the goalkeeper and then beat the two people on the line. But no, you're, you're right. He's he's found an interesting role under Tuchel because he's, he's played as like a right wing back as well because he obviously really likes his energy and you know just the technical ability that he brings and... They were like they were doing to Real Madrid what well, Real Madrid, well, the Real Madrid we would remember when we say Real Madrid used to do to other teams. Mm. Yeah. And I thought it was really what, what
2: they did to Liverpool.
1: Yeah, but but even the Liverpool thing, there weren't like Liverpool were quite bad, mm. and they still just about got through. Bear in mind, like, you know, they, obviously they won that first like three one, but yeah, they there was a real air of of dominance there about Chelsea. Like I, I had to do like a second piece on the game yesterday, and I wrote that basically how like. This time last week, we were laughing about you know the temerity of like Spurs and even Chelsea to an extent to be in the European Super League, and you see Real Madrid now, and I, I no doubt these words are going to come back to haunt me next Wednesday when mm-hmm. they pap them in the second leg. <laughs> but there was an element of like, God, you really are like a bit of a busted flush. You're like relying on too many thirty-something. Yeah, it's like the Ramble.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can't be doing this. Yeah, don't give away my age. <laughs> Sake. Um yeah, you're right. But I mean <laughs> benzema's goal was was so good though, yeah. wasn't it? I mean it sort of it's it's probably the least way I expected Real Madrid to score as well. It kind of came from a bit of a set piece and then a bit of poor defending from Chelsea. Yeah, and but then it,
2: even then he had so much to so do. So much to and do. And he did it really well. How I do mean, you
0: like cushion a header for yourself to volley? Because like, it, it was quite... So good.
2: It wasn't like a subtle header, was it? It was quite, it was quite a hard hit yeah. that, he, that he made to get it down there and get his leg up that high as well. I mean... What a player Benzema is. I mean, it was, quite a lot of it was made in the commentary with Jules' other mates that she prefers. <laughs> um, the BT lot. Um, but they were they were talking a, a hell of a lot about how he's he's moved up to, I think, fourth in the all-time Champions League goal-scoring yeah, charts yeah. now. Level like bowl, no, one's, yeah. no one's really noticed it. But I think he might be one of the most underrated players of this generation purely because he, he's always been surrounded by kind of, um, you know, kind of bigger stars. And, it seems an obvious thing to say, but when you look at it being fourth in the all-time Champions League top scorers l- list, and and the the nature of that goal, getting it when they needed it, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, part of it is obviously because he doesn't play for the nat- the national team, and the reasons he doesn't play for the national team are insane. Um, so Google those yourself. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's it it was just a, a bit of a masterclass from from him in that in that one moment.
1: Yeah, it was. Do you, do you think? He benefits from not play or rather Real Madrid benefit from him not playing international football. Yeah, massively. Hundred percent. Because he's thirty three and he's you know, he's still playing like he has done for the last five, or six years, yeah.
0: It's similar to how you would say it's helps Jamie Vardy prolong his yeah, career in shout. the Premier League as yeah. well for Leicester, because not having international football, not having all those extra games, all of that's all that extra sort of football to play, you can focus on one thing and kind of keep your fitness just for mm. that and I mean, I personally think that Benzema is probably one of the most underrated number nines. Definitely, right now he's so he's so good to watch. And he, like you say, Jim, he can just create that one bit of magic when you need him to. On the other hand, for Chelsea, Timo Werner just can't seem to do that right now, and I feel I do feel really bad for him because you can tell that he's really trying yeah and it must just be it must be a confidence thing it it must be because i can't really explain what else it would be
2: yeah i mean he he came with a reputation as being of someone who's really really clinical right who can almost do these sort of things without thinking but he's clearly overthinking absolutely everything That's as it. you say he's trying too hard and yeah the whole blind horse thing really does seem to be sadly quite appropriate um because I don't know, maybe he's just going to be one of those players that needs a lot of chances to bury a goal, but is actually quite good at getting himself in the position to get those chances. But it just, um, I was expecting a lot more from him this season. Yeah,
1: There are a few people who um, who watch German football regularly. He was saying that the kind of goals he was scoring, even in his purple patch with Leipzig, suggested that he was quite a streaky goal scorer. Right. That he's kind of, you know, one opens it down for a bit, he'll go on like two months. Accruing those goals, and he might have a month off. Basically, basically, yeah, basically, a, a streaky player. Um, but the the thing that struck me yesterday was that we know he's rapid, and you know through all the vagaries of form, you're, you're not going to suddenly become slower. But he was really tentative when he was hanging off the last man. He looked like he was really conscious of being offside when mm. it should come natural to somebody who plays that way. But also, you got the you got the impression that. Chelsea's midfielders were really reluctant to pass in the ball.
0: <laughs> you said it yeah. about Pulisic already, yeah.
1: And it was, yeah, that just made me that made me a little bit sad because it was a bit like, oh let him play.
0: Yeah, it's almost as if they're sort of like, hang on a minute. Mm, I could choose that option, or I could go for another option. And 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 when it gets to that point where your teammates are not feeling confident to pass to you, that's now going to create a bigger problem in the team, mm. isn't it?
2: Completely. Because I mean, you know, that, that that then leads them down blind alleys, right? Because they've got the, the only option they've Making got. strange decisions. Is, Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like you're tr- try trying to take on the whole team rather than pass to your very expensive international um striker teammate. It's yeah. um it's it's not ideal.
0: I never thought I'd say this, but um Tiago Silva's wife has had her say on Timo Werner um on Instagram she's she's a very supportive wife to Tiago Silva had a lovely little montage of him on his on uh, her Instagram story supporting had all the snacks out ready to watch yeah. the game and then went on this epic rant about how it's karma that every time um she goes to watch a team that Tiago Silva plays for there's a striker in the team that just keeps missing goals and she calls out Timo Werner and says this this Timo Werner what's his name Verm like she she was like he is this guy this time round for Chelsea. I mean this is this is brutal.
2: Yeah, and in, in Portuguese, verm means worm. <laughs> so she's really uh really sticking the
1: boot in. Oh, poor little wormy. Okay. Yeah, Timo G- wormy. I mean like on the one hand, I quite like the fact that she's clearly really supportive of her partner in in anything he does because if you knew anything about football or certainly how this would be relayed in the press, you'd think twice about doing that. But she's just annoyed that someone is messing with her man. Yeah. Ruining his day. Having a nice, nice little Champions League semi-final and this little worm bloke. Don't mess
0: with my man. <laughs> you could just see her at home just going absolutely mental. I mean, you literally can see her at home doing this. Yeah. Yeah, Check out her Instagram exactly what story. Happened,
1: yeah. It'd be that thing of like, if they go to like a Chelsea do with the players and they're in the car and he's just holding your hand and be like, look, I know you don't like him. Don't say it. <laughs> just be nice. We'll be in there. We'll be out. We'll get a Mackey's on the way home. Like, just chill.
2: She just pretend she doesn't speak English or German. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would 100%. do in that situation. And Timo
1: was like, "Well, what did she? She keep calling me a worm."
0: Like, no, <laughs> I just want to. I want to see the beef created with um. If Timo's got a, a partner, see if.
1: Oh yes. yes, yeah, yes,
0: yeah. yes, yeah.
1: It's kind of um, Real <laughs> Housewives God. of Atlanta. Have you ever watched <laughs> that? It's I a real Real just, Housewives
2: of Chelsea. Maybe yeah, we did the whole squad. Actually, I'd, I'd be well into that. I'd be, I'd all be over well that. up for that. Yeah,
0: oh, there'd be all sorts of drama.
2: Look, if the Premier League needs to generate some more money. To you know, to stave off this Super League thing, <laughs> yes. maybe every club needs a version of this.
1: Yeah, don't do that. Do just jump into reality, reality TV. Do yeah. that, and not do, your all or nothing. Yeah, we, nothing. do that. Like Billy Gilmore, Sweet Sixteen, or something like that. <laughs> Let's have everything. Let's have like an MTV revamp.
0: Who would be the peacemaker? It'd have to be N'Golo Kante wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, yes, he'd, he'd be putting he'd out be fires like, everywhere, guys, wouldn't come he? On, like, yeah, we need
0: for this. Oh, chill out. Just
1: intercepting at all the dangerous yeah. points is what he does. <laughs> just yeah. somehow
2: in both houses, tutoring normally on, <laughs> on the end of the phone. He was magnificent How yesterday, wasn't he? Man like, of the match, wasn't he? Proper, like, so throwback good. to his absolute mm. best performances. Like, just, just superb.
0: He completed more dribbles than the entire Real Madrid team put together.
1: So, this is the thing um, because he's so good at winning the ball, and because he's so, like, they, they used to say at Leicester that. Um, Leicester don't play with a midfield two, they play with a midfield three. It's Danny Drinkwater and N'Golo Kante either side of him. (laughs) Um, And so like that is understandably been uh, the perception of what his his true gifts are, certainly like his gifts in a system. But he's incredibly good on the ball. He makes really smart decisions. There was a period when under Sarri, I think, where he was used a bit further forward because Sarri liked the fact that he could carry the ball. But because of the way Chelsea played and the way people played against Chelsea he wouldn't be able to carry the ball that far because he'd immediately come into the back three or mm-hmm. he'd, sorry, the, the opposition defence or mm-hmm. there wasn't that much space between the opposition midfield and defence. Whereas yesterday, you saw the way he was able to like break the line and turn people in the way that Pogba does, really. But he's, you know, he's sprightlier than Pogba. So he was able to get away, make the correct passes. He was leading counterattacks as well. He's just a, a brilliant, brilliant man. Yeah, does a lot. Love it.
0: He's so good to watch, isn't he? Um look, I thought that last night watching on the watching the managers on the sidelines was really interesting because you had this horrendous weather in Madrid and Tuchel just always looks so calm to me. He always just looks so sort of in control of the situation. Looking at Zidane, he looked like an absolute maniac. He had his hood up.
1: Yeah. Like. You, thought, you thought Tuchel looked in control? I thought
0: he looked pretty calm. Well, he's the wildest man no, He flits I,
1: between very, though, doesn't he?
0: very chill, I Is think. Is that not
1: more worrying? I want someone to be angry all the time. I don't have to be wary about when they're going to be
2: angry. Yeah, because it'll be like Chelsea have just scored a brilliant goal and they cut to Thomas Tuchel and he's just fuming about something. Yeah. It's like, what's, what's possibly infuriating him?
0: <laughs> Are we t- safe? I just think that he just always looks ready for whatever's coming at him. I mean, you look at the managers that he's faced so far this season and he's, he's not been beaten by Mourinho, Simeone, Klopp, Ancelotti, Guardiola and Zidane. Not lost to any of those managers this oh, no. season. He's an absolute geezer.
1: And you, so you, you've read that out. You've read the list of the people that he's conquered, and you still feel that this man is normal. Do you? You feel still feel that he's someone I didn't to say be he was normal. And not <laughs> I, to said be he was, I
0: said he was in control of the situation. I just feel like I'd feel if I was playing for Thomas Tuchel, I'd feel very safe.
1: You know, yeah. Yeah. like
0: I'd feel like he he knows what he's doing. He's got this under. He's got this shit down. You know what I mean.
1: The turn the turnaround Chelsea have had since he's come in, but in mind that they haven't even been able to bring anyone in mm. is remarkable. I mean yeah. they didn't
0: need to. How many players have they bought exactly? I <laughs> mean there is a sense,
2: isn't there, that like they've got their own Guardiola almost with the intensity of Thomas Tuchel. And like Andy has said before, that the issue with this is a little bit similar to more actually Mourinho than Guardiola in that it like takes its toll on the players after a while, after a few seasons. But yeah. like you know for the. It, we don't know that that will happen. Maybe it won't. But like, regardless, for for the for the immediate future, Chelsea looked like a, an amazing proposition. You, you fancy them to comp- compete for the title next season, I would think. Like yeah. with, with the with him being able to bring his own players in, especially and like they've all bought into it so much and so well.
0: Mm. I'm really happy because I tipped them to win the Champions League. Uh, when was it? I think it was around like Christmas time. When nice. I think just after Lampard got sacked, I was just like, you know what. They're going to be my little outside bet for it.
1: I'm feeling was, quite smug now.
0: I w- I probably take us all back next week. Was this like we'll when, get knocked was out? <laughs> was it like
1: it's like when that graphic did the rounds a couple of months ago?
0: Yeah.
1: You, yes. you basically it was it was done to like do you basically do you think the the, the bottom three will get relegated? And you said yes, and someone's like. Jules Breach predicted these three are going to go down at the start of the season. (laughs) What a legend. (laughs) What an absolute legend.
0: (laughs) What it was is that we always do our pre-season predictions on BT and then halfway through the season, around Christmas time, we decided to revisit them and see how bad they were and then we got the chance to basically redo them and basically say what we thought would happen now. Someone thought the ones I'd redone in December were what I'd predicted before the start of the season and basically shared it online and was like, what a genius and i was like you know what i'm not even going to correct them you i'm as not well. going to correct them i'm just going to let this guy go. i'm going to let everyone think that i'm an absolute boss <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was just very funny to be fair uh, but yeah it, it kind of the same thing with this chelsea thing to be fair fish <laughs> thanks for pointing that out it's not the best prediction <laughs> they're already into the knockouts
1: <laughs> but but did you presumably you said that based on like what you've already said about the squad but yeah. also the fact that like the league was kind of out of the question and it was it's quite a good focus, really. yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. I think so. Um, I loved by the way that, um, Pulisic, did you see his celebration after he scored the goal? He went over, and I think Tuchel thought he was coming over for a big manager's hug, and he went past him and hugged someone else. He pied him. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he pied. It was very awkward, very awkward.
1: I, I, I'm
2: intrigued as to how Tuchel reacts to that sort of
1: thing. <laughs> That's the manager equivalent of, um, you know, if you if you're out somewhere and someone waves and you wave, <laughs> <laughs> and someone yeah. behind you, and it's just
0: on someone yeah. behind you, absolutely. <laughs>
1: oh God, the agony. Oh,
0: love it. Um, so no Sergio Ramos for the game. He was in the stands. God, he's a sexy cheerleader, isn't
2: he? Yeah, I mean, he stood up the whole time as well, wasn't he? Because it's just so full of sexy cheerleader energy that you couldn't.
0: So sexy? <laughs>
1: he might be back. They're saying he might. He might be back.
0: He might but... be back for the next leg. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer him up in the stands, just cheerleading them on.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a good dresser. He's likely it? to win. He's got, I mean, he's incredible, clothes horse.
0: You Not a blind
1: clothes horse. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> you reckon? Yeah, he's got a great frame, and because he's yeah. tall, he always looks good, to, good in suits. Yeah. You know, I, I, don't look at me when I talk about him in clothes like that. I <laughs> felt <What laughs> really uncomfortable. Whoa, so you what preferred you
2: him about? in the stand rather than the whole wet t shirt competition that, oh, that would no, have otherwise?
0: Maybe I would have preferred on the pitch, <laughs> to be fair. But yeah, you're a fan of his fashion then, Jim?
2: Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't. She just
0: wants to talk myself. about it more. <laughs> Look That's at her, yeah. she's doing oh, it. Oh, giggly! <laughs> oh, dear me! Uh, Eden Hazard. Did he he's, ask about me? He's another. <laughs> he's another one.
2: Oh, he's, he's just another one you fancy. It's <laughs> not. We're not. We're not <laughs> talking no, about him. Let's talk treasurer. about. Shall we talk
1: about how he's got a great ass? No, you, that... you. It's a powerful ass, isn't it? You Enjoy
0: mm. his ass a lot, don't you?
1: Okay. I mean, he's very effective, <laughs> and I think it is. Um,
0: Yes. Jim, yes. You, Jim, you wanted to use his ass as a cushion once, didn't you?
1: I think that may have been Pete. Was it Pete? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, I imagine it would be, be a bit hard, wouldn't it, as a cushion? It's gotta be, that's got to no, be a tough I think tough just, there's
1: just enough give, I think. You <laughs> think?
2: Yeah. I wonder what the horsepower is of his ass. I think like, it might be one horse a two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> blind horsepower.
0: Oh, goodness me. He um, must
1: get jeans custom made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And fit, like reinforced, you in. would think. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he like you know I haven't got a
0: a yours <laughs> custom made.
1: yeah, I, I mean I haven't For got length. I haven't got an Eden Hazard wagon, but even then I've I've found it, you know it tears in certain
0: places. They do, yeah. Careful, yeah. Jeans.
2: It doesn't matter what you spend. I would yeah. imagine um, they Did tear, but.
0: Did yours tear when you went into
2: the canal? No, actually, they were fine. They were just covered in canal side rust. So do you know one of the things? That, best... that was one of the, the weirder bin now. aspects in of it. The bin. One of the I best... washed them. They seemed to be all right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I know. I got, I got away with it more than anyone who's ever fallen in the canal like has, it? weirdly. That's okay.
1: Like so, are you going gonna to wear them again, yeah?
2: I'm going to give them a few more washes just to make sure.
1: <laughs> okay, you washed it. So, like, one of the things they say to do to get like a good fit on jeans is to buy new jeans, put them on, and then sit in the bath. Right, what? and then and then let them dry, and then they like dry in, in quite a nice way. Yeah,
0: hang on a minute. Yeah, generally, yeah. What? How does what you sit in the bath in new jeans? In new
1: jeans, and yeah. Then dry, so they kind of they kind of stick to you. So a little they
0: mould to your body.
1: A, a little bit, yeah, but then obviously if you've got enough give on the denim, it basically, you know, it kind of sticks to you, and then when it dries, it kind of.
0: I mean, remembers you way.
2: Like a memory phone Yeah
1: exactly oh, yeah.
0: Jim will be able to tell us Taking wet exactly. jeans off Is difficult though
2: It is It's very difficult Yeah, Especially when you're Really embarrassed And you've <laughs> cut your legs
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well it finished One all last night We'll see what happens In the second leg um, Vish you Marcus and Pete Have designed your own Super League Last weekend Over on Ramble On On the Patreon How did it go?
1: Um, well, I mean, you read the cast there, you can imagine how it went. It was pretty <laughs> chaotic. Um, one thing we did agree on, though, was that we were, when we were talking about the European Super League, we started talking about catering and we were like, OK, so, you know, what kind of food would you want? And I suggested that, like, because you're, you're travelling across Europe, one of the things that it's important to do is taste the local cuisine. Absolutely. But more important than that is to eat at the local Mackey's. Ah, okay. to see all the little different things there. So, Mackie's were going to sponsor it. And, and we talk about loads of other kind of nonsense as well. And um,
0: McDonald's in the Philippines, you can get spaghetti bolognese, here we go. fried chicken, and rice. Wow. Isn't that random?
2: That is pretty random. I mean, in, spaghetti um, bolognese is particularly odd. Super random.
1: Yeah. In uh, Well, in, this
0: was when, the last time I went, which was probably 10 years ago, but.
1: Yeah, it's a yeah. bit—it's a bit more commonplace now. But I remember when I went to Chennai in like the early two thousands, they had a pizza from Pizza Hut which had a paneer base.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, it
1: was it was decent. It was so fantastic.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Um, well, look, uh, you can listen to that on our Patreon um, for as little as $5 a month. Get over to patreon.com forward slash football ramble for more details on that after the break. Me, Jim, and Vish are going to talk a bit about some of the goings on in the EFL, and it's Play Your Pods Right.
1: A, there yeah, you're right. up there. You yeah. the power to know In this Always believe it. And go.
0: <laughs> Top draw that. <laughs> Top draw. Love it. All right. It's now time for your emails. Beep. Rogers thank you very much for that jingle it is one of our favourites so send your emails to our show at footballramble.com
1: also send us your SoundClouds as well because some of these I'd quite like to listen to yeah. them to back cut a lot I've got an email from Andy Barnett uh, punish the big six with an American draft style system to stick the boot into the Yankee owners teams outside the naughty six get to draft pick a player from a side who sign up to the ESL It'll start next season with the promoted teams getting the first pick. Yes, the worst teams, the promoted ones, go first and move up to, to so the highest ranked team based on the season will get the last pick. I love this. Yeah, mm. it'll be great. Kevin De Bruyne are pulling the strings at Norwich. Harry Kane at Newcastle. Allison <laughs> at Burnley.
0: So who
1: who would
2: you take for Brighton?
1: Who'd um, be your first pick?
0: Well, I would have gone for Harry Kane, but if he's already gone to Newcastle, um, who would I go? Cavani.
1: Cavani. Yeah, could be after. Fair.
0: Just an out annoying. and out, out and out number nine who's just gonna finish everything Bang off. Them in. That's I think all you we just, need. Yeah. That is all we need.
1: I think I feel like you're just saying that to annoy me. Just taking one of them. <laughs> that,
0: <laughs> He'll be gone next season anyway, won't he? You no, he's staying. You reckon he's staying? Yeah, I reckon he will. Do you?
2: Any interest in Willian, Jules? Can I interest you in a Willian? <laughs> I've got, right got, got one going spare.
1: Nah,
0: good, good for that, thanks.
1: <laughs> Willian, Don't... anyone? Anyone? <laughs> Willian, go one. Once. Wouldn't want
0: a Bamiang either, am right, Jim? Right, all right, I'd fine. take Lacazette, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, I'd
2: take he'll Lacazette. He'll probably move on. Maybe he'll have a chance.
1: Do <laughs> so you take Saka? i will take Saka. I'm not yeah, playing, yeah, am I? Yeah, I, stri- <laughs> I want a
0: striker. We need a striker. That's what we need. Who, who would you pick for Arsenal then? What do you need? We, you well, need we were in, you, in the 96. They're get pilfered, so. So. Oh, yeah, I know it's easy Sorry, to, to forget. That. I forgot, that... they don't belong there. No, and they You don't, you don't get No play. one belongs there. Arsenal
2: get Willian. We've been through this. Arsenal are punished for keeping <laughs> <Yeah>. Willian. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, no, I think yeah, it would have to be a striker for Brighton. It's got to be. It's all we need. It's all we need. We'll be, we'll, be, we'll be in the European Super League. We had a strike. <laughs> I don't want to be in the European Super League. Just to clarify. Um, Jim? That's what you uh, saying outside. What else have you got for us?
2: Uh, we got, I've got an email from Ash Lowe, who says, as a youngish person and a passionate football fan... Youngish. I think it, I'd like to know yeah. how
0: old you are, Ash. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think it shows an astonishing detachment from reality to not realise that fans of all ages are being pressed out of enjoying the beautiful game. Something that I can't imagine would improve with that foul jamboree they call the Super League. For young people especially... They've grown up in a content landscape with YouTube offering free access to a whole universe of content, Netflix and Amazon Prime subs getting you thousands of films and TV shows for less than a tenner a month, the reality is that paying upwards of £30 a month to watch roughly half your team, team's games just doesn't offer anything close to value for money, especially when framed solely as a consumer product rather than as an ecosystem that you are a part of. The idea that a Super League will vastly, with vastly inflated revenues is somehow going to be a solution to this situation is laughable. And I think that's a very good point, Ash. And I actually myself have wondered if part of the reason that the super league idea came up now is because football hasn't quite caught up with streaming yet and is this perhaps a little bit of a land grab ahead of it to say all right we're gonna do this super league and the rights will be oh they're not going to go to anyone they're going to go to us we're going to do our own you know netflix mm. essentially um i've you know i've got no information to su- suggest it is the case it's just something that crossed my mind but I, I you got to wonder haven't you and it, it's a good point like it's it's very expensive to watch football, you know. It is.
0: It is. When you when you read any kind of articles about the sort of future landscape of where football television rights are going though, it is it is heading in that that direction according to all of the writers wish, isn't it, that you know, sooner or later more of the rights are going to go to the likes of places like Amazon and it's going to be shared out across the board even more. So whereas in the past we've all been so used to just watching football on Sky Sports and BT Sport, it's going to become even more spread out like it has been this season with some of it on Amazon, some of it on the BBC, you know? Like, I think that that's the way it's going to go.
1: Yeah, like, Discovery and Disney Plus um, have been looking to make moves into into sport as well. Like, they were quite heavily involved in discussions around cricket at the start of this year, for the India series, and also, like, further afield. But I don't know, like... It's funny, isn't it because one of the things that the the broadcaster says is, is a big blight on on football and specifically like broadcast um revenue um is streaming, not not streaming sorry, but like you know um streams yeah but and they they seem to think that it's a, you know it's a young person's thing to to go to streams, but like people go to streams because they can't afford. Yeah, yeah, to watch course. football exactly. they're not doing it because they're like they enjoy the hack yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, lo- I love watching football where I had to reload the screen every 10 minutes yeah. times, and there's yeah. just a message board of people being completely racist on one side that's how I yeah. enjoy my football <laughs> yeah, but I get exactly. to be a little bit naughty though yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, no that's no I want, I, I I want that a that little pop up telling me if there are singles in my area yeah. that's how I want my football maybe also, a cheeky I... little virus wouldn't mind one of those
0: no one really wants to watch it on a tablet or on their phone. Really, no, of course do they? Not. Like you'd much rather watch it on the telly. That's yeah. the thing,
1: and like people, you, you know, one of the things that BT and Sky Sports have been have been really smart on is getting highlights on YouTube as soon as possible. Exactly. Yeah. There is just a market of people who want that, who just want that access to football. It's not necessarily that they only want three minutes. A lot of things that mm-hmm. came up off, um, you know, off the back of the ESL clusterfuck was that, you know, kids don't have, you know. Um, short attention spans they play Fortnite for fucking ages they yeah. watch twitch streams for fucking ages like it's just a total yeah, misunderstanding it's of the next generation also
2: there's never been so much football to catch up on yeah so it's you know it's you can't you can't watch every game can you so but no. if you're really passionate about it you want to see at least highlights of every game so of course it's going to look like oh i only want three minutes yeah like, yeah, it's, you know, yeah you're
0: absolutely right i mean and to, to assume that that was going to be a good reason for a European Super League because that's what the kids want. is just, it's ridiculous, isn't it? It's laughable. Well, from the ESL to the EFL now, one of the things I did see uh, on the highlights last night was a little bit of Michael Duff, the Cheltenham Town manager, doing his signature dance move after they got promoted <laughs> for the first time to League One since 2009. Did you see these dance moves? They were actually slightly worrying. Yeah, pretty. I, I was like, oh, God, he's going to pull a, pull a rib.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Either pull a rib or sort of take off. Like, yes. just, just fly away. There was so much energy, so much kinetic energy built up. It was brilliant.
0: It's his signature dance move. He used to do this as a player as well, Vish.
1: Yeah, there's a clip just of him doing it at out. Burnley. Uh, um,
0: Wembley, mm-hmm. I think.
1: Where, yeah, do it after a player final. so, yeah but he um he sounds like a he sounds like quite a nice guy, like you know, as ever when these things happen, um you know, when they got promoted, loads of people coming out and saying like why the club are doing well, why people are happy for michael Duff, and um it wasn't really a bad word said about him, he you sounds could like see a bit that. Of a character. yeah,
0: you can see that from the celebrations, players ran over when he was doing his interviews, poured a bucket of ice water over him, you could see they were all hugging him, and stuff, I mean, obviously, you can be delighted you've been promoted to League one but yeah, he seems like he's really got the players on side and they've had a tremendous season.
2: Yeah, I mean, and you know, it's um it's been a really really tough set of circumstances for for everybody, isn't it? So, you know, to to actually get promoted out of this this nightmare, um must be must be such a brilliant feeling.
1: Yeah.
0: It reminds me there was um sorry, go on. You were no, no, say no, something uh, serious. I was gonna no, start no, talking not, about not, shit dance moves. Uh, no,
1: no, I've, I, well, we can go back to that definitely. <laughs> but no, I I feel like that a little that like like that a little bit with Sheffield United and Fulham fans because it's like you know you've you've left them you, you've, you haven't been able to go and watch them when they're in the pre, you know when yeah. they moved into Premier League or were in the Premier League and the time you go back is like well oh, this is falling to shit hasn't it yeah,
2: yeah yeah
0: yeah absolutely um and you feel that kind of for Wick and Wanderers as well who yeah. are playing oh, their yeah. first season yeah. in the championship and obviously for them it's just not looking too good bless them but um Anyways, they've not, their fans haven't been able to go and watch them, which is just such a shame. But what I was saying about dance moves is this Michael Duff's dancing reminds me of, you know, I mean, it feels like so long since I've been in a nightclub and it would be very weird to be in one now because I can't imagine being around that many people. But yeah. there's always, Or there'd
2: be no one in there. Yeah, there'd
0: be no one. There's always that one person that's just like off their nut on stage or on a podium yeah. that's just like really going for it. Yeah. No matter where you go in the world, any nightclub, you'll find that person and that's kind of what he looked like.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I wonder, does that person, do they just have cast iron confidence or do they have terrible, the fear the next morning? <laughs> could go either way, couldn't it? If you're the sort of person that's comfortable doing that all the time, you're probably fine, but I reckon there's a high percentage of podium dancing people in clubs that wake up going, oh, no. Not no. again,
1: not again. I don't know because people get a reputation for doing that yeah. and they and they seem to enjoy it. Like, you can tell those people straight away, like, some people get on it too early. Some people just, like, save, them, save like, you know, have a time with are like, right now I'm going to do it. Like, mm. I, I, I've got a mate who seems to love podiums for some reason.
0: Really?
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's always, like, he's you know, he's quite a good dancer, but he's just, like, he gets to a level where he's, like, right, I want to be on higher ground than everyone yes. else. Right, I
0: see. What are his dance moves like, rate them out of 10? <sighs> wow. I'd, I'd
1: give him an eight. I'd give him an eight, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. But it's funny, though, because I used to only, like, not only, but I primarily went to hip-hop and R&B clubs. So you get less. You get a lot more get posturing, and yeah. you get yeah. like a lot more people who can think they can think they can break dance. So like, mm. even when they're a bit rubbish, they're still all right. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, not too many podiums. I, no.
2: I generally went to sort of indie clubs where you don't need to know how to dance. I'm just like, why are you on a podium for song two? What are you doing? Right.
1: I remember the first time I saw people dancing to um uh the Smith, this charming man. Yeah. And I was like, I very didn't much know. a flap, isn't it? Yeah, I, like, I didn't know you could dance to this song. <laughs> and it honestly, is wild. People dance to the Smiths.
0: I don't. I can't even think how that goes.
1: It's like quite melancholy. Quite slow, yeah, quite, not a note. Uh, upbeat. Not really quite, it's and quite yet upbeat. miserable somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a bit like it's just. And I don't want to be disparaging because I've done it as well. I've danced in indie clubs, but it's a bit like you're watching someone straight after they've signed divorce papers and they're trying to convince (laughs) themselves that they're happy.
0: But it's like Mr Brightside. It's not really a song you dance to, but you can jump to it.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's exactly
2: it. Jump and sing
0: very loudly.
2: That's, that's exactly it. It's it's indie jumping. It's not indie
0: dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and I miss it. <laughs> there was also um, in the EFL last night the most pompy display ever. I wish Luke Moore was here now because we could absolutely rip him for this. Um, they went 2-0 up against Accrington. Ba- sorry, 2-0 down against Accrington. Battle back to 2 all. Then they went 3-2 up in the 91st minute. John Marques thought he got the winner then conceded an own goal. John Marquis scores the own goal in added time, which is—I mean, I mean, can you can you could not write that?
2: No, they just they they just want to stay in League One.
0: Apparently, <laughs> don't they? They just
2: seem to like it there; it's comfortable.
0: Oh, I love it. Do you know because
1: he he scored that got that three-two goal so late that when that you know when that's all taking place from that, I think it was a corner and the, the volley was brilliantly saved. But he's probably thinking there as like, oh. oh. I can't believe I've won this. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm I such a hero. I'm yeah, just switched off completely. <laughs> yeah. And then the ball hits him in the shin and goes in. He's like, oh, oh God. Um,
0: also, Bristol Rovers, they're relegated to League Two at the weekend. Joey Barton uh, took over as their manager just a few months ago. Um, he's not taking it well. Uh, are we surprised? Not really. He said, for me as a coach, it's a strange one because deep down, I don't think I'll ever accept this as a relegation on my CV. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you were relegated.
2: Joey. Technically, you can put what you like on your CV though, can't you? Yeah, I, mean, I was going to say yeah. that
0: I don't, you wouldn't put on your CV that you've been sacked from a job, no. would you? You just write the end date. You don't write sacked on.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and presumably, if you know, similar to all other jobs, if you need a reference from your previous employer, they can't really slag you off, can they? Yeah. They've got to be like, oh yeah, he worked here. True. Yeah. <laughs> Very I mean, true. He,
2: he also said, Look into the future and that's all you can do. The sooner this season's done and dusted, if I could finish tomorrow and get rid of them all and a report date for pre-season, I would do. But we've got fixtures to fulfil and we've (laughs) got to give our all. So I said, all right. So you've just completely thrown your players under the bus as well as saying that you refuse to accept you've been relegated.
0: Classic. It's not going well. Um, also, a little bit of controversy at South End. A group of Barnsley supporters have been handed a football ban after an incident at Roots Hall Stadium in March 2019. So this was a good couple of years ago now. Um, uh, one of the guys, Curtis Horbury, became enraged after incorrectly hearing that stewards had hit a disabled person, which prompted him to join in the fight, and he decided to throw his sausage roll at a steward. <laughs> Um, the stewards came over telling fans uh, that one of them had to leave. One of the group refused and eventually a fight ended up breaking out. The sausage roll thrower has now been banned for three years. Um, the judge, this is what she said, she told him, you wrongly made yourself involved in this situation. You made full admissions that you shouldn't have got involved. You also accepted that you threw the sausage roll at the stewards. So now he's been banned for three years and if he's a Barnsley fan, they could be in the Premier League next year. And he is going to be absolutely raging because he tried to help a situation out. And he also gave away his sausage roll. That's I mean, that's. What th- I'm most upset about Yeah,
1: that's the thing I'm lingering on. <laughs> a pig died for that. Never
0: throw a yeah. sausage roll, eat it first. I- <laughs> first, first. <laughs> then Easy throw for... it up and then scrunch <laughs> it up in a ball and chuck it at their faces that like, a, like a bird better, that, like
1: those birds that throw up into, into each other's mouths <laughs> yeah. not into each other's mouths not a weird thing it's like how they feed isn't
0: it
2: yeah. um, I, I mean he's had an afternoon there isn't he that's it's one
0: hell of makes an makes me afternoon. feel better about
2: falling into a canal to be
0: <laughs> also it was too like over two years ago now, he probably thought he got away with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's come back to haunt him just as his team are about to potentially go up to the Premier League.
1: I mean, like, we were talking about the fear before, like before we started recording. <laughs> I mean, like, imagine have you just stand up in court and someone has to yeah. read that out to you. <laughs> well, you've I... got to listen to it and be like, yeah, that was me. Yeah.
0: At the you... time,
2: he like in his head, he's like a superhero. Yeah, absolutely. Like the, some sort of sausage roll Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just got it all so badly wrong.
0: You also accepted that you threw the sausage roll at the steward. He had to stand there and go. Yes. Yes,
1: mum. Yes, mum, I did. <laughs> I did do that.
0: <laughs> oh, bless you, Curtis Horbury. Um, and bless that sausage roll. Um, right, tonight, football to look forward to PSG Man City. It's going to be good, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, obviously greed is shit and um hate what they're doing. I hate all that. You know, give it back to the people. But, but... also, give me petrol football in yeah, my absolutely. veins. Still going to watch it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is going to, yeah, this is like,
0: might cancelled in a plan.
1: Godzilla Kong levels.
0: Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's going to be great. Also, Pep Guardiola has been having sleepless nights over Neymar and Mbappe, which just makes me laugh. That does he, he do sleep? That. Does he not, sleep? Probably not. You're right.
2: He doesn't sleep, does he? He waits. He's that sort of guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that sort of fella. Uh, yeah,
2: I'm really intrigued. I mean, it's been said many times, but this is generally where Pep Guardiola goes a bit strange doesn't it doesn't he like makes a strange
1: this is, your, this is your is your big thing and it's, it's it's totally totally correct yeah but you're quite I don't think he will this. This time. well yeah with the, I don't
2: i've got that feeling will. as well i think like you know this they, they sense that it, absolutely that it could be this year and that's focused him in in a in a more productive way and he's also been saying that he wants the he wants the team to play like it's a friendly which seems mad on the surface no, that's, but too, that's too far mate. That but it's more too it's more that he he's he talking about how you know Teams can be so aware of the occasion they actually forget to play, and they overthink things, and they and, you know they they just kind of crippled by nerves. And the real elite players don't do that; they yeah. just play as if there's no pressure. So it'd be really interesting to see how how this goes.
0: Can't wait! Can't wait! Um, right, we're looking forward to that game, and me and Vish have been looking forward all morning to a bit of. Play a right? and Jim, you get to play host. Yeah, today. I get to host. When so... I saw that we were doing Play a Padraigh, I was like, Oh, is Luke Moore coming in, especially?
2: No, nope. no. Nope. I'm doing. I'm being Roy Walker today. So here we go. <laughs> Barton might have gone, and Trevino
0: did. Why Barton? Well, because he grabbed
2: him by the throat. Well, I just thought that. Uh, firstly, the guys dived. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> oh, oh pods. Love right. It. So I've sorted the categories today. So um, I need you guys between you to, uh, for some reason, to pick a number between one and five, please. Three. Three. Okay. Always
1: going three, aren't you? Yeah, I like three. Well,
2: it's bang in the middle. Yeah, is that yeah. Uh, yeah. We love three. So right, you've chosen three. That corresponds to fouls in the Premier League. So we start as always with Alan Pardew, who at the time of recording has registered zero fouls in the Premier League. Seriously. So, Zero fouls in the Premier League, yeah, for pards. Um, that dance so, move
0: was definitely a Yeah, bad. I think he, oh, he should have...
1: head-butted Milo, didn't he? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that should count, to be yeah. fair. So either way, even k- taking that into account, though, first player, you've got to go higher or lower, is Mark Noble. So do you think, think Mark Noble has made more Cheers, fouls... Cheers, Jules, yeah. <laughs> Jules said hi. we'll Premier go with League. Jules'
1: answer
0: higher. I, went, higher? I, I whispered to Bish You can have this one. So,
2: you're going higher. (laughs) Do I look like Timo Werner (laughs) to (laughs) you?
0: I set you right up there, right in front of girl. You can't miss that one.
2: Right, so higher.
0: Correct. Yes. So,
2: Mark Noble is higher than Alan Pardy with 387 fouls in the Premier League. So, second player after Mark Noble, you've got to go higher or lower, as we know, is Wilfried Zaha. Zaha.
0: How many fouls... He's has yeah, he made more failed. fouls than
2: Mark than Mark Noble no, in the Premier League? Mark not. Noble made three hundred and eighty-seven. Lower, lower. You're going lower. lower. Okay, so he's for, uh, actually is it surprisingly lower? So it's three hundred and ten fouls. So oh,
0: that's actually more you, than I You'd thought.
2: think, yeah, I'd have thought he'd have made fewer fouls than that. Yeah. But you know, he's probably just retaliating from the people that constantly Correct. kick him <laughs> in every single <laughs> every single game. So right, obviously we're going higher and lower. Going to keep reiterating that. So up third. <laughs> Andy Carroll, has he made more or less fouls in the Premier League than Wilfred Zaha?
1: I want to say more. He's a kind of jumpy, elbowy kind of man, isn't he? Ooh. Mm. My, my gut said, uh, what was it, 300 and something?
0: 10. 310.
1: 310. Three ten. 310 for Zaha. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's, it's more. I could be wrong. I
0: think it's less.
1: You think it's less?
0: But I don't know.
1: I think that's kind of the point of this game, isn't it? Yeah. That is very much the operative point of the game you know what we, we'll go with fight. your we'll go with your answer because I can you know because if you if you're right then it's good for both of us but if you're wrong <laughs> i get to hold it over you so we'll go with Jules as lower
0: oh hang on let me just have a think about it yeah right let's go lower
2: going
1: lower
0: Oh, no, because Jim's now trying to find the button, which means that it was wrong. Yeah, no yeah. Shit. That was that really... <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah. they need help. It is a joke. It's <laughs>
1: 328.
0: Oh, it wasn't oh. far off.
1: No, but yeah. it's still high. It's still what I said, isn't it? All right, yeah. fine. Rather than what you said. So, sorry, losers.
0: So how well, many did we get? One. Three? You got No, we got one,
1: got didn't we? Two. 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 Oh, yeah, but everyone gets a fucking first yeah, one, don't so. they? No,
0: we got two. That was yeah, that you, was I mean, it counts. really bad compared to our first effort together. We got 7, didn't we?
1: We did. Yeah, we smashed that. I don't know why I gave you more control this time.
0: Why did you let me?
1: I don't know. Well, as, as I said, like you, you being you being your own downfall is good for me. <laughs>
0: oh I'm really disappointed can we play again can <laughs> we get another go I don't think we do no I don't think no, we can no looking at the time we should probably go um, <laughs> alright uh, Jim you're back tomorrow I am how have the ribs held out
2: uh, they're doing alright <laughs> um, speaking laughing and thinking hurts but you know don't fall in the canal what
1: are you going to do for the rest of the day
2: um, probably phone the hospital <laughs> you
0: should, probably should I think you really should you need yeah. to get that looked at mate um, right you're going to be back with Andy and Kate Vish Jim lovely to have your company as always yeah. and thank you You guys, for listening. See you soon. Oi, (laughs) oi! Oh, I need to press button. This was a Stakanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.